question. Chase, what do you think it means to never forget? Um, I think it means to grow and to look back on mistakes and use that as a template to do better and do what's right. And like, it also makes it so like we don't repeat the mistakes we made in history. What kind of mistakes? Um, like the Holocaust, for example. Like, um... How could we prevent not making those mistakes? I feel like because they already happened, we know that it was wrong looking back on it, and it was just, like, inhumane. So, and there wasn't really a reason, a good reason for it. So, I don't think that anything like that will happen again. I see where you're coming from, but if you look at ni- or if you look at the Holocaust and then you look at uh, Pearl Harbor and when they had to like the Americans took the American Japanese and shoved them into camps, um, there there's some similarities there from the Holocaust and the whole Pearl Harbor thing. Um, yes, we looked back and we said like the Holocaust was horrible. But then we did this to the American Japanese people. Did we really learn from our mistakes? Uh, I kind of disagree with that because Pearl Harbor was a retaliation to being bombed and the Holocaust was them starting something. So it's more of a retaliation than enforcing something or starting something. I, I get what you're saying, but still, they still put people in camps because they thought it was the right thing to do which it was very inhumane and was not the right thing to do so to me like to never forget is like that we should never repeat history and we need to learn from our mistakes instead of keep on repeating them and we need to take others lives into consideration when looking forward yeah but there is a huge difference between the holocaust camps and the japanese camps because the japanese weren't being burned alive and like constantly beaten and like given brutal tasks like running 40 miles and stuff without stopping and having to like sit out in the freezing cold for like no time at all i mean i understand what they were like they were basically put into a prison which i'm not saying was correct but at the time you have to understand they had no way of knowing that who like was gonna uh, who was gonna hurt them and who wasn't because they're just going based off of the knowledge they know okay uh i mean yeah i understand where you're coming from um and the holocaust uh was pretty brutal um the whole japanese thing though like still they like one man even questioned if he was a human being um so yeah that's just where i'm coming from um i agree like i see both sides and like i feel like i agree more with brayden just because there are two completely different situations but i do see where you're coming from so yeah i feel like the only similarity is that they were put into camps but even then they were called a camp they weren't called concentration camp or a death camp like they weren't forced to do labor and they weren't forced to like you know get killed immediately and although the women were separated from the children at least it wasn't the women and children weren't separated but they got burned alive no yeah totally um i i was only like saying 
Japanese and Holocaust because they were both put into camps. That was the only similarity that I was trying to get at. So. Yeah, well, if that's the case, then yeah, I guess I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with, like, both of you guys. Um, and they were, like, two very different, um, situations. Because, I mean, Hitler was just trying to, like, exterminate, like, and make his own, like, race. And, like, I see the connection with, like, the camp, the concentration camps and stuff, so... Uh, yeah, um, so, uh, okay, so now that we've discussed that, what exactly do you guys think that it means to, like, never forget? Like, when we look at those events, what do you, why should we never forget those events? I think we should never forget them because, I mean, if something bad happens, you need to understand, um, like, why you shouldn't do it and like how you can go about preventing it like uh the holocaust there was like multiple signs but people just didn't know what to look for and stuff like that Mm -hmm. does do we all agree now yeah yeah all right well (laughs) we're all the women's side okay wait ready it's recording okay so what other historical events does this remind you of uh, to me, this reminds me of 9-11, um, Pearl Harbor, Black Lives Matter, and women's rights. Uh, how does this remind you of women's rights? How does the Holocaust remind you of women's rights? Um, so, so all the things that I just listed off, they kind of have something in common, like racism or sex system. Um, so for women's rights, like back in the day, they weren't allowed to work. They weren't allowed to vote. Um, they had to do what the husband told them to do, and they just, they couldn't make choices on their own. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, just, you said they didn't have the right to vote. With the right to vote, back in the day, came with the, you were able to be drafted, and 73, no, 76% of women actually didn't want the right to vote because it came with being drafted, and they didn't want to serve in the war. Women didn't actually have to listen to their husband. It was more of a marital thing that the husband would, like, be mad and they wanted to cater towards him. And also, too, women were able to work. It just wasn't in as manually demanding work as, like, physical labor, like being a contractor or, like, building buildings because not as many women want to do that uh, back then and even still. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but this, still, they... They should at least have, like, a choice to do those things, and they should be able to, like, have a voice. Well, they did. I agree with Quinn because they're, like, not everyone wanted to, like, be, like, just, like, at home and, like, just, like, a wife, you know? Like, they, some people wanted to, like, get drafted or, like, do stuff like that. Uh, yeah, some people did, but then again, that's only 24%, I think is what it was, that actually wanted to do that. And at the time, a lot of women were okay with just being a housewife because, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them were because they didn't have to work for anything. And they, I mean, they didn't have as much responsibility, but they were still able to do stuff. So a lot of women at that time were actually happy with it. Uh, I know that... 
<clears throat> there were quite a few women who wanted to own businesses and you know be a boss or like a manager um, and they just wanted to have the freedom to do something that they believed or that they were passionate about but they couldn't because um, it just it wasn't right at the time uh, and also like education like back in the day they couldn't get education um, so what do you mean by education like college like they, they couldn't read books and stuff because no one would teach what them how to read what are you talking about way back in the day like that's like 17 1800s um, yeah Chase what do you have to say about this um I think that both of you had good points, so I'm just kind of like in between in the argument. <laughs> um, but I do think that women did want like their own freedom, as in like um, rights and like being able to like vote and do whatever they want. Um, but some people, some some women didn't, so. I mean, I'm just, I'm just floating in the middle. Yeah, but they should be able to have the choice to do what they want. That is true. That's, I mean, in a democracy, though, for when you need a big right like that for an entire, like, gender having their right to vote, obviously it should go to the democracy, and with the democracy came a failure to pass the law. And then a few years later it did pass, when the wars were over and you still... Like now, if you vote, you still, um, like, you can you have you can get drafted, but after the war uh, is when it passed because they didn't foresee another war going on. Um, what other like historical events does this remind you of? Uh, I think it remind me of. I mean, this is historical in the sense of like it's a big impact, but it didn't happen that long ago. But when the synagogues got shot up, and um. And this reminds me of the Holocaust because it's it's the Jews being oppressed and murdered for their beliefs and nothing other than that. I mean, the guy who the guy who shot up the um, synagogue, he didn't know any of these people. He didn't even live in the neighborhood, and he just basically hated Jews. And there was no real reason for that hate, and he just shot up the synagogue and killed a few people and injured some more. Okay, so um, a time that I've remained like silent uh, or neutral in the face of uh, oppression was like I was having dinner with my grandma um, in Florida one day and it was only me and this, me and my grandma and then it was like this other family that was there too Um, and it was like a mom and a dad and her two kids and uh, we were just eating and just like enjoying our time and the waiter woman she was like super nice she's super sweet and she was just doing her job and then this old man comes walking in and he starts yelling at her and saying how everything is like trash inside her restaurant and he was saying like he wants his money back and that um she should just give him like free food and that like but her food is trash and I was my grandma and I were just like looking at each other and we were like this isn't this is like not okay like 
you know, we should do something. But before, like, either one of us said something, the woman behind us with her two children and her husband spoke up first. And she was like, hey, if you don't like the service, get out and leave. And then he got all, like, embarrassed. And um, he was, like, stepping down. And uh, the woman was just going off on him in front of her children. And uh, he ended up leaving. Um, But it was, like... I felt so, I was so upset with myself because I didn't do anything or I didn't say anything to him. Um, I felt like I should have done something, but at the same time, I was just like so in shock at the moment. I just, I didn't know what to say, but I also wanted to go off on him. So, huh? How old were you? Um, this was last year, so I was 15. You're 16? What do you think that you would have said to the rude person? Um, Honestly, I would have said exactly what that lady was saying. I would have told him to leave if he didn't like the service and to stop being so rude. Like, you know, your words um, have meaning to them. And uh, I was just going to go off on him and say, like, you know, just leave if you don't like it. That's yeah, I, I probably would have done the same. Yeah, I, I did that before. Um, uh, so I go every week, uh, me and my grandpa go to lunch, and there was this one guy who was, like, definitely on drugs. Like, he was, like, tweaking out, and people were trying to kick him out, and he wasn't leaving. And then he called the cops on them for, like, I don't, I don't even remember his reason, but basically me and my grandpa, like, we didn't pick him up, but we started, like, moving his stuff outside because they were like trying to kick him out because he was like causing a ruckus and like destroying like you know when you go to some places and you eat there how they give you like the plates and stuff he was like stealing those and like breaking them up and like just causing like mass hysteria basically in the place and so me and my grandpa like moved the stuff to make it easier for them to like get him to leave so yeah what place was it i forgot it was like three years ago i think it was I forgot, but it was, like, a sandwich spot. It was, like, a sandwich place? Yeah. I, th- I think it was a Jersey Mike's, like, but it was, like... It wasn't Jersey like, Mike's is so good. <laughs> yeah. I love Jersey Mike's. Um, so... I see. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty crazy, though. Um, yeah, would you have, like, done anything differently? Um, if you could? I probably wouldn't have touched his stuff because i got sick after that and uh he has cooties bro yeah and uh i also probably would have tried to like actually help them like get him leave instead of just moving out his stuff because i feel like i'd i mean me and my grandpa definitely helped but like i feel like i could have done more uh what about you chase have you done anything like have you ever been silent or neutral in the face of oppression I mean, I've seen, I've, I feel like this is, like, fifth grade, so I didn't really know what to do in this situation, but I'd see, like, this, like, kid get, like, bullied a lot at school, and, like, I was kind of, like, I talked to them every now and then, and I was, like, nice to them, and, like, I, like, I was there one time when um, she was getting, like, these girls were, like, picking on her, and I didn't say anything, I kind of just let it happen, and I wish that I wouldn't have done that because it probably affected her very negatively. Uh, if you could, like, go back, what exactly would you do to help her? 
I probably would have told the people that were picking on her to, like, stop. Or I would have told, like, someone at the school if it continued. Um, Just because, like, I mean, I could tell that it was affecting her, like, in a really bad way. Just because, like, the way she was acting, like, after. So I just tried to be, like, a good friend and be, like, nice and, like, give her a hug. But I should have stood up to the people that were bullying her. Yeah, well, now you know for next time. Yes. Okay, so, um, uh, Brayden, how do you, like, what would you do to honor Wiesel's message in both his novel Night and his Nobel Peace Prize acceptance speech? Well, I feel like my response to this is very night, like, polar opposites, where, like, I feel like his message tells you, like, that you should cling to your morals and treat everyone with, like, respect and you'll be respected. But also, too, I feel like his message was, like, sometimes you need to be rid of your morals to survive. And, like, obviously you should never, like, hurt someone. But, like, if it comes to, like, life or death, sometimes when you be rid of your morals, you can survive yourself. But I feel like that's also a little selfish. Uh, I, I see where you're coming from, and I, I, I think I agree with you. Like, um, sometimes you just have to abandon some morals, but at the same time, you know, it just, it really does come down to the life or death. Yeah. Yeah. I just said that we should honor, like, what he's saying because I know in the book like a lot of the time he didn't speak up when bad things were happening so I said that we should speak up and like say something when something is like wrong that's like happening so that we can prevent it yeah to like stand up for yourself and others yeah um it's like you know people think you know they can't do anything to change the world but if you get like just enough people to get the same idea as you and the same concept as you um you can definitely you know make a difference and change the world so yeah i agree no me too definitely by starting clubs um you can get together with people who have the same ideas as you and that could definitely help or we can raise awareness through our communities um and we just need to speak up for ourselves and take chances. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we all agree. Yeah. Well, like, how how did you interpret it, like, yourself? Other than just agreeing with us, like, what did you individually think? I just think that, yeah, like, clubs and stuff could help, but just, like, speaking up in general and doing what you can to, like, support others... And doing that is important. Thank you. Bye.